Hi guys, and welcome to this week's edition of the Friday Wrap. Today is Friday the 16th of October. Um, I'm doing things a little bit different. I'm actually outside, out and about. Uh, so I do apologise for the outside interference sort of noises of trucks, crows and trains and so forth. Um, <laughs> but I am... But hey, I'm in Victoria, so leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Also uh, joining us again with is Michael Tran in Sydney. How are you, mate? Uh, uh, very, very good, mate. But I think I prefer to be in your position to be walking around right now. Getting what do you mean? Yeah, well, I'm stuck indoors for the time being just to punch out a bit of work. But hey, oh, okay. it's, yep. it's good to hear that you're finally outdoors and walking and about in Victoria. Well, you're still inside the 5K radius. Um, we're going to know. I believe, but today's been pretty positive because in the media, I think there was only two new cases overnight, uh, which is pretty amazing. So let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I think Victoria is doing incredibly well. It seems like New South Wales is having a flip reaction now. We seem to have a bit of a spur, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll so hopefully it doesn't get any worse, right? So, um, yeah. But, uh, anyway, let's let's get into the news, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so uh, let, no, I'll just start off first in terms of what's happening, which we can't avoid, which is overseas and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, our neighbours across this ditch are having an election this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like um, uh, sorry, Jacinda Ardern will come home for a second term, which will be quite interesting. Mm. Um, now, um, oh, the, the, the whole point I'm going to talk about NZ is obviously because while we're in lockdown in, in Melbourne, Mm-hmm. And we've got some sort of restrictions and so forth in the other states in Australia. Um, there is talks of a, uh, a travel bubble with New Zealand, so exactly right. mm. um, which is pretty exciting to be honest. And, and obviously, you know, it will help both. I suppose you call it economies because tourists will spend money. Um, the the only thing, like you know, in New Zealand right now has pretty much zero new cases, and they've even talked about eradicating even the influenza. Um, because wow. of the measures they took, yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, the the daily, sorry, the, the the stats for people who usually you know pass away because of the, the the flu every year has dramatically dropped off too because of what they've done. Yeah, so, that's right. Mm. It's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it, it certainly hits home for you coming from New Zealand as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So um, you know we can't go over there, but um, they uh, well, not, Victoria will be obviously out out of the travel bubble for now, uh, yes. but hopefully uh, we can get into that bubble early next year. Yes, I hope so. I hope so, mm. so we can boost the tourism all over again. Actually, so um, what about you, man? What have you seen in the news? Uh, we are, you know, one, sorry, two weeks away outside of the budget now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, um, I think this week was all eyes on the IBA as well as the ABS statistics that came out, specifically around the unemployment. You know, we talk about it time and time again, right? Week on week, we say, mm. well, if unemployment keeps increasing and IBA is not going to cut their, their cash rate. Well, un- unemployment's just creeped up a little bit. It went from 6.8% to 6.9%. Yep. Just, it means about uh, 30,000 jobs was lost last month compared to the previous month. Oh, now, wow. Yeah, so look, it's still steadily increasing, but it was nowhere near what economists think it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So 6.9% is actually not all that bad as compared to what they were predicting it to be. So they were thinking somewhere in the end of 7%. Um, right. Or yep. a little bit above. So, you know, it, it is still bad news, but it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be, which was good. Um, 
the, so would that would that correspond to potentially rates not actually moving next month then? Well, that's that's the thing I was going to jump into. So mm, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we spoke last week as well, and and you know how much I hold Bill Evans' words to my heart, right? So he he predicted the rate cut, you know, what, well in what, advance. What, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit funny to be a man crushing for a different perspective, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we spoke last week where he predicted a rate cut in uh, November mm-hmm. coming up because unemployment rate and inflation targets still weren't going to be met. So mm-hmm. the hint again from RBA this week was they actually hinted there's a chance that it will actually get cut in November. By how much, they obviously wouldn't tell us, but a lot of economists are forecasting it to be about 15 points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that'll probably fall on the meeting, which also falls on the Melbourne Cup Day um, simultaneously or, or, or coincidence. Uh, well, uh, uh, <laughs> most most of it, yeah. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about the Melbourne Cup later on. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so in general, it looks like rates will will drop uh, before the uh, before Christmas, um, yes. which is a good good sign, I suppose. Uh, things are happening. Um, incidentally, today. Um, uh, Bluestone will also be announcing officially for all their channels that they will be doing a up to 90% lend in Melbourne and Sydney metro areas with no LMI or no risk fees at a, at a great rate of 3.59, uh, yeah. comparison rate of 3.60. Uh, I need to say that because I missed that the other day. Right. Um, but it's just, you know, um, things are looking up if you still have a job, if you're still able to, you know, get a loan. It's, that's, that's an incredible rate at, um, with Nail and Mine. Yeah, yeah, it's a brilliant rate because uh, I, did, I did listen to the Bluestone uh, podcast you had with the CEO. Mm-hmm. So that, that was actually really insightful. So I did enjoy that. And it's great to see that they're out there uh, really hitting the market hard and providing credit where possible. So Absolutely. Uh, to your point, you know, if they do cut 15 basis points, we have to see whether the banks will pass that on or how much of it they'll pass it on and if they do uh, on, I, yeah i think they will but i think yeah. it's more that when will they pass it on yes yes that, that's the other factor as well right mm, yeah absolutely uh, and uh, that's 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 something coming off the back of this week where anz was the last of the big force to cut their savings rate by 15 points as well um as of this week so if they do pass on the additional 15 points you know when the iba do cut it or if they do cut it next week mm-hmm. uh, where would the savings rate will be? It would probably be quite minimal. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what the savings rate are with the top four banks there in that perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, an interesting thing too, isn't it? Um, yeah. Because what you know, if you can't, uh, what would you do if you had money? <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're going to have to spend it because you're not going to earn much. Um, well, absolutely. Now, the, the other thing, obviously, then is um, as we know, the savings rates because the retirees they they some of them rely on the term deposit rates and so forth as well so well are they going to put their money or are they going to put their money or that'd be the interesting thing as well so that, yeah. that's a that's a shame yeah no that's an absolute fair point that's something that a lot of economists picked up from very early on you know it's sort of really starting to get quite lean in terms of the the interest that the uh the pensioners are able to earn so yeah you're bringing up a great point there yeah uh, the other thing that i might throw into the mix is the westpac consumer confidence survey uh it looks uh-huh. like it's at an all-time high it's, it's well not all-time high but it's the highest level uh, in more than two years on the yeah. Morrison government yeah yeah so the consumer sentiment jumped up 11.9 percent in october and i'll tell you why it's all off the back of the federal budget news right a lot of people looked at the budget saw that it was a great budget and now the confidence has jumped up it's jumped up so much that the confidence to buy a house has also jumped up by 10.6 percent to its oh, highest, wow. highest level since September 2019. Um, so, so you can see the impacts of just the federal budget. It, it's 
getting consumers quite confident in the market and they're wanting to spend. But we always yeah. preface it that if next week there is a rate cut, that may you know muddle the mix of that confidence. So we just have to see what that pan out to be. But I, I would preface it also because most people are now working from home. Is that confidence yeah. because buying something is just a click away? Yeah, that's the <laughs> other factor, yeah. All right. Everything so, is quite easy now. Um, absolutely. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, so it, it, that, that's, that's on the domestic market. And, and look, I'll throw something into the international market, which uh, I'm very sure is going to impact us here in our shores. And that's, that's with the uh, lockdown restrictions, both in Europe, or particularly in London, as well as the cases have increased. They are importing, oh, sorry, importing uh, lockdown measures in place again, uh, particularly with uh, uh, Paris. They're doing curfews from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m., which will be up for six weeks. So, wow. yeah, so London also moving to three tiers of, of lockdown. So it's it's not so much that um, coronavirus has, has increased to the point where there is a large number of deaths. It's actually quite the opposite. I've seen the graphs where these nations are living with coronavirus, but the death mm-hmm. cycle is actually at an all-time low. Yep. But the impacts of a lockdown now that's that's where the real catastrophe is going to occur in the international mm. market um yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i was sorry yeah. i was just gonna say um it, it is interesting now too because obviously we had news of the world Tra- uh, world health organization doing almost a backflip in terms of what they're saying about how to contain the virus exactly um, right isn't that interesting isn't that interesting? yeah so it's it, it's it's one of those things now that which you know obviously being in victoria um you know the, the support for what dan andrews is it's it's massively well if not shifting dramatically because of that now so i think it, it's it's one of those things where you it's not it's gonna be it's gonna be like the blue you're gonna have to learn how to live with it i don't know how um but i, I don't think you know the longer things are locked down the uh, the engine room of the, the state itself is uh, like a better we're gonna get worse or, or, or bugged every yeah. day yeah, yeah, certainly. Uh, especially when Europe, or particularly London, is such a powerhouse in the European nations or the EU. So, yeah. you know, if, if things do sort of really, really fall back in that aspect, it's just, just going to impact all the markets across the nations uh, or the mm. world, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's just something out there for us to keep our eyes on. Um, the other thing that, that really popped up in the news is, you know, all the pharmaceutical companies are rushing to find a vaccine. And we've seen two companies this week pull back their clinical trials. Um, oh. Because because of side effects, yeah, that there's some some sort of side effects or some sort of um, symptoms or unexplained illnesses that have that have come up between these two trials, and these are the two leading trials that are looking or will advance in finding the vaccine. One of them being Johnson and Johnson's. Yep. So because wasn't one person died? I can't recall. Uh, look, I haven't recorded or seen the news if someone has died, but I have certainly seen unexplained illnesses in brackets, right, between these uh-huh. these two pharmaceutical companies. So yeah. You know, the race to find a vaccine determines a lot of things in the world, not just our shores here, but just across the world. You know, every country and nation is looking for a vaccine. And the, the faster we find one, the faster we can get the economies back to some sort of normality. Absolutely. Um, but until then, once these trials are postponed from that sense, you know, there's a bit of a hitch in the road to that, mm. to that final recovery phase. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's from an international perspective. Um, in a property perspective, just look at the auction results from where they were last week. Uh, it looks like the majority of the state 
uh, has gone a little bit backwards besides Brisbane and uh, well, mainly Brisbane that hasn't gone backwards. So hmm. this week's auction rates, I, I anticipate that, you know, potentially maybe it's going to go up because based on consumer confidence and, and obviously a lot of the federal budget schemes out there in uh-huh. place. So I'll keep our eyes peeled. And if the property market does go up again, I'll certainly re- release the results as of next week. Um, but, awesome. but I'll, I'll leave it there for the wrap. Okay, I'll, I'll um, just, uh, I suppose I'll have a final word for regards to auctions. Um, the, the results in, in Victoria will will be stewed for many, many months until, you know, people can actually do what you do in um, New South Wales. But, um, simply because, of, you know, if, you, if you're going to auction, the whole point was that you've got a large crowd, right? Mm-hmm. So within that crowd will be serious bidders plus the nosy, sneaky, big neighbours. Yeah. Um, which helps because the bigger the crowd, the, the more the adrenaline rushes and then people bid. Yeah. Um, but when you're in a situation like where we are in Victoria, we, you, you still, even even outside, you can't have a big crowd, right? Yeah. So the so auctions will be done online. Yes. Now, if you do things online, you know exactly how many bidders there are. Mm. So, so the, the need to basically, or the adrenaline to beat the other bidder is, is not there because basically the crowd's not there, you know? Yeah. I think the crowd does provide some sort of a psychological factor to help them, you know, to, to help with the, the, the action basically. But um, that's, that's probably why you'll see less and less auctions or less and less buyers, sellers opting to use auctions during the pandemic in Victoria. Yes. Um, Fair point. So, so let's, let's, let's see what happens. But, you know, um, and, and then obviously the, the figures for Victoria will shoot up uh, in the short run only because we are now down here allowing houses for sales to go ahead and so forth. Mm-hmm. But that's because the figures in the last couple of months have been you know, completely dead. And that's because you can't sell a house during this time, right? You can't yeah. do inspections, you can't do valuations. So um, the, the numbers are fake, basically, for me to, in the next couple of year, uh, months anyway, until yeah. we get to a bit of more, nor, uh, more ne- sorry, normality. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. And I think it, the, the way, well, they worked out the average with Dan Andrews, right? Uh, mathematically, they said you guys probably won't reach it by the end of Sunday if we didn't consider any additional restrictions or, or easing mm. of restrictions, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be interested to see when the numbers are going to get there because it looks like Victoria's finally on its right track. It's just a matter of time. Uh, look, fingers crossed, fingers crossed um, that you guys are on the right path so those restrictions do ease off and then we can jump back on the recovery for Victoria. Absolutely. But on that, mate, thank you so much for joining me today um, as well. No problem. Um, you'll, you'll be taking the, the chair or the seat uh, for the next couple of weeks uh, while I, uh, I go so, I sp- on leave on the Fridays <laughs> for a certain sure. other thing. Okay, so uh, let's let's see how that goes, and then uh, the audience. I'll I'll be back on the Friday wrap in, uh, in after two weeks. No worries, Thank mate. You. You'll be sorely missed. I'll say that. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all, all mate. the best, mate. Thank you. Talk soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.